Hi, welcome to Tanya Life. My name is Shmuley Springer. And I'm Mendy Gerlitsky, and we're going to be learning Tanya Bechavrosa. You guys are welcome to come in and eavesdrop. We're on, we're live. We are. Yeah. Okay, good. Second part of uh, Parak Beis. Parak Beis, we left off at the Haggah. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about, um, as my job is to give a recap. Absolutely, at least you know what your job is. Yeah. <laughs> now let's see if you can actually deliver on your work. So we were discussing on the first um, eight lines of Parag Beis that a yid comes directly from Hashem. We finished Parag Aleph that there's two, that there's two nefashas. The first one's a nefesh Um That's like the one that actually gives life to the person. Vitality. Yeah, the vitality. Reb Chaim Vital. Oh. That's why it's called Vitality, because of Chaim Vital? No, I just thought of the connection right now. It's his last, it's a Hebrew last name, Makesher. I thought it was oh, Q. It Chaim's is. also life, so Chaim Vital is Chaim Vitality. Wow! That just blew my brain. Yeah. It's like Springernism. Springernism? <laughs> 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 it's a guy in Crown whenever he sees me, he calls me Jumper. Oh, okay, that's right. Jumping right in. So, the, so there's the Nefesh Abamis, which is from Klippus Nega. And a guy's nefesh is from Shalosh Kupzat Meis. And then Perik Beis, he starts off Nefesh Hashanis. The second one is the is the one that's a part of Hashem. The, it's the same DNA as Hashem. Mamish means that our DNA is Hashem's DNA. And he gives two examples that it's like Hashem blew. Just like someone blows from his inner kishkes. That was beautiful. So, and we um, are from Hashem's machshava, just like a son comes from his father's thoughts. And that's where he came in. We started the whole discussion, and we're going to go into the Haggah, that uh, the thought, just like a person's... No, the Ebeshter, Hashem is not like a regular person. A regular person, his thoughts is him, he's him, and his thoughts are his thoughts. But by Hashem, the thought and the thinker and him, it's all one thing. There's no... Hashem is after. Hashem is one. So there's no... no the, the knower, the knowledge, and... and uh, what does he say over here? We ended off with that, right? The Rambam writes, Hamada Hayudeya Chulu. The knowledge, the knower, and the known. So, yeah. The, whereas in, in a human intellect, all those three are separated and limited. Whereas with God, they're all one because God is all one great unity. Exactly. So when we say that we come from Hashem's Mayach... When Hashem's thought, it's it's not like, oh, there's Hashem and what he thought. No, it is all one. Yeah. And that's, that's where we're going <clears> to <throat> go into the Haggah about this thing, if Hashem is his thoughts or not. So, hey, the Lechach the Kabbalistic wise men. I don't know, what's a better The Kabbalists. The Kabbalists. Today we have people that go to Kabbalah centers and Kabbalah. 
Kabbalah centers. Yeah. Kabbalah. And they think they're all this, that, and the other. The Zohar. But a Kabbalist is, is someone who actually, uh, you know, a tif... The Kabbalistic stage, sages. Yeah. Oh, that's the a, word a I want. A deep thinker that, that can conquer... That Rizal, Marami Prague. Chaim Vital. Chaim Vital. Vitality. The guy, <laughs> <laughs> the guy who made the L'Chadedi. What was his name? Okay, whatever. There was the deep Kabbalists. Yeah. So the Kabbalistic sages... Agree with their Rama. What does it mean they agree? Why Why would they disagree? So, if I remember correctly, it goes like this. The, the Rambam is facing, is, was, is coming from a philosophical view on things. The Torah philosopher, obviously. We're talking about, there's big tzaddikim who had a philosoph- philosophical view. And they say, Hashem is, um... His thought, he's the thought and the thinker at the same time. Kabbalah said, no, what are you, why are you um, limiting Hashem to his thoughts? In other words, philosophy will say we can only understand Hashem as much as we can understand. We are, we see, we, we can, uh, we can understand, we don't understand the mechanism, how it works, but we can understand the idea. Right. Mela, so... And we don't really think any any more out of the box like that. And the the Kabbalist view of on things, which is obviously different, Kabbalah is different than philosophy. They would say, no, are you you're limiting Hashem to only thought? Hashem is way way above thought. And thought. Now we're talking about Chachma. There's the ten Svidis, right? Chachma bin Chachma is the highest level of it. Right. And they're nevertheless they're saying no no no. Hashem is way above Chachma. So why are you saying, who am I and who are you there? Interesting. But he says over here in the English, he says, the Kabbalists have agreed with him, in parentheses, says that God can be described as no knowledge and known. Oh, so Nowhere knowledge and known. Without yes. the Haggah, we would think that they're arguing. So the Rama, Ah, the, so this is a Chassidus, question before the Haggah. Yeah, so Chassidus ah, okay. is coming and saying, so there, there's the Rambam, this, which is philosophy, there's the Kabbalists, and Chassidus is, now the Al-Tarab is going to come and, Figure out how they're not arguing. Does it make sense to say that this perception of Hashem, that he's... The knowledge, the, the knower. knower. The knowledge and the known is from our per, from our perception, meaning... Yeah. From our perspective, meaning that because Chachma is the highest for us to understand, therefore that's how we perceive Hashem, where really, like, if you go to higher levels of, like, Ein Saif and, 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 you know, the, the actual essence, we can't really comprehend that whereas this we're at least anthropomorphizing it that's right but that's in the philosophy philosophical view so was he the guy who wrote the what's it called Ramesha Cordova was he the one who wrote oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. you see that's what I mentioned I was it like the rebbies that make mistakes and say I was just wanted to see if you were following along <laughs> 10 minutes later <laughs> as stated in Pardis of Rabbi so, Moshe Cordova so the Kabbalistic stages agree on this. Rambam. Sages, not stages. Sages, yeah. You said stages. Like we say, Kameshikosov, by this Maharamak, Kameshikodivero. Right. The Gamma Fi Kabbalah Arizal. Even the Arizal says it like this. And he says, I think it's a quote from the Arizal. It's even Milsa. It's correct words. Like Yatsev. Maimonides' statement stands. Yeah, like Vyatsev Enochen. And Milsa is the word. Yeah, so he says over here in English, if you don't mind. The Kabbalah of the Rizal provides an even deeper insight into the limitlessness of God's essence. 
Bligvu. Yeah, higher than even that level of knowledge to which Maimonides refers. Still, even according to their te- to the teachings of the Arizal, Maimonides' statement is acceptable. With one provisio, however, which he's gonna about to elaborate on. So he says like this: It's even most it's it's correct words. However, be That's when godliness encloses, like enclosed, enclosed, enclosed in the where. After after the Timtum. After comes into Atzilos. And that level, from that perspective, in that sense, you could say you can already use the terminology that the Rambam uses of So that's what I was alluding to earlier, saying that from our perspective, that according to the Rambam, that he's the knowledge the the no uh, what are, what are the three? The known, the knowledge, and the knower, or the whatever. Yeah, I just want to see the order. He says, uh, the knower, the knowledge, and the known. So, according to that perspective, that's from our perception, our perspective that we can see, th- meaning through the symptom, that's what we can In the In the highest levels of Atsilos, which is the, already, which is the top of the Hishtaoshlos. And the above that, it's like, it's so much more that we can't even begin to say that we comprehend. Yeah. In other words, once Hashem starts coming into Kalim, into, into Hishtaslos, over there we can. That's when I have Shriya Sakalim. No. I'm making a joke. Like that's when, where... when I actually when I actually contemplate on Hashem, I lose my mind. Like there's so much to it. No, but you're contemplating on Hashem, which Hashem is probably in, in the in Hishtaslos. So I'm saying I'm lo- I'm having Shriya Sakalim in Hishtaslos. Imagine I actually try comprehending uh, above that. I can't even begin. Forget about it. They say that Al Terebe. Which knew what Atzilus was? We don't know. We're just by us. It's just we're saying words. It's just a word, yeah. But the Al actually knew what Atzilus was. It was he would he was so emotional when he when he was writing Chesedus and Atzilus. He never even wrote the full word. He would write Aleph Tadik Yud the Streichel. Wow. Because it was too much for him. Saying he couldn't even, bring it down into couldn't even write the the word. Yeah, well, what's there's a story that I don't know if it's a yam yam, but there's a story with the author Rebbe where he was looking. Take at a, a sip of coffee. Oh, thank you for letting me know. The slurp would have said it. Yeah. Um, where he's looking, uh, he's looking at a beam, and he was saying that he just saw Asius of 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 Hashem. I don't know if it's Alter Rebbe or something. I don't remember. Anyway, anyway. let's elaborate uh, on what the Rizzo just said in English. Oh, let's just finish the sentence. Ach This whole. Limitation of who am I, who Yedea, does not higher than Atzilus for sure. This is we don't we wouldn't use such terms on Neibster. So you're saying it's basically Atzilus and lower, meaning once the Shtalshos, exactly. right? Yeah. So read. So he ahead. says over here. This is so only when applied to the mystic principle of the clothing of the Ain Safe light by means of numerous contractions, Tzimtzumim, and the vessels of the spheres of Chabad, the acronym of Chachma Bina and Das. And being that Chachma is the highest one of this, that's why we're describing Hashem as the known knowledge and knower. So he says, um, wisdom, understanding, and knowledge, respectively. The trade of spirit which represents divine intellect of the world of Atsilas, emanation. Through a process of self-limitation called Tzitzumim contractions, God manifests, or in Kabbalistic terminology, clothes his infinite essence, referred to by the Kabbalists as Ain Saif, the endless, infinite one, in the sphere, in the spheres, which are his attributes. 
attributes. This manifestation occurs first in Atsilas, specifically in Chabad of Atsilas, divine intellect. This at the level of Atsilas, God can indeed be defined in Maimonides' terms of knower knowledge and known. In example, intellect. So, because... Chabad are the three highest, uh, um, uh, the three of the highest of the spheres, and Atsilis is the highest world in the Seder of Ishtalshalis. So at the pinnacle, which is Chabad Atsilis, you can say that Hashem is all these three things. But above that, there, no way. It's, you can't even begin to think that, you can't even begin to think about it, let alone comprehend or understand it. As we stayed in other places. That the the ain't stuff, blessed be he, the uh, the how do you say ain't stuff? The the no more light, not no more light. There was he just writes ain't stuff here, but it's the endless. It's it's infinity. Basically. Infinity. Oh, that's the word. The infinity, blessed be Miremim misnase. He's in the highest levels, above exalted. Way, way above the essence of thought. Uh, He's infinitely exalted and ever and transcends the essence of level of Chabad. I want to pause here for a second because realistically, we're finite beings living in a physical world with physical limitations and physical emo- and, and, and emotional expression. And a lot of times, we hear all these great lofty things about God and about spirituality, and it doesn't always it doesn't always click. Like, we're saying this right now, right? We're trying to understand Hashem, and we're saying that, like, even in the level of infinite, in, in fi- finitude, right, where it's limited, we can barely scratch the surface of understanding, and then above that, it's like, forget about it. And it's like... Myself included, but I feel like a lot of people have a, a very hard time tapping into these these levels of of spirituality and loftiness because it is so so far away, and it's just it's like I want to I want to like linger on it a little because like we can we can read it and just go through it and then just move on. But it's similar to how we were saying that like oh Atzilus is just a word, but it's like. The Alter Rebbe is obviously putting this here for a reason, and I don't know even where I'm going with this, but it's it's like, I know how real this is, I just sometimes can't always feel or tap into it. And I know that in my Avedo or my day-to-day life, I need to be able to tap into this in, in order to really feel connected. Does that make any sense? Um, yeah. You're tapping into... But that you're saying you you're a limited person and you're tapping into high levels. So we're saying, relax. You're not hitting ain't stuff. You're everything that you're hitting. All these high notes that you're hitting is all in hishtalshlus. That's what I'm. That's what I'm mind boggled by. Like even the parts, the high notes, even the high notes of my spiritual journey, are from a limited, finite expression of this endless, infinite God. And like, whoa! I can't even tap into like the minor leagues. How am I gonna make it to the major leagues? Kind of like, like you were saying, the Alter Rebbe didn't even write out Silas. He couldn't. And it's like for me, it's Stama Potts to like 
I don't know. It's just like we, I, as sometimes, like I feel so far removed, but yet at the same time, the author Rebbe in the same parak in the same sentence is saying that like, no, you are actually part of him. And he is you. So it's like, not only are you not far removed, you are him. And that's even a bigger like mind. By the way, this is, I was looking up before I started learning this in Panini Atania from Rabbi Ginsburg. Okay. And he, before he gets into this whole discussion, he gives like a whole introduction, and he basically um, puts it out that this whole thing, the Rambam, Kabbalah, Hashem is the known, the known, and or Hashem is way above, is basically, in other words, he puts it, in one hand, we always say, Hashkacha Pratis, and Hashem is into every single detail of your life, and the leaf falls down from the tree, and it's for a reason that the worm should live. You know the story. You know the vart with that? What? So I've heard that story a million times. The, the Baal Shem Tov said that the way that the leaf falls... Is that on, on Yiddish Eitzes? No, I'm saying Bechla. He sings growing, the whole song of them. Ah, okay, fine. But I'm saying Bechla, growing up, I heard that story so many times that the way that the leaf falls, it's Ashkach Pratis. And every time I see a leaf fall, mm-hmm. I think of the story and I rack my brain. I'm like, how is this Ashkach Pratis? I don't understand. And then recently, a couple of months ago, it hit me. Yeah. Every time I see a leaf fall, I think about Ashkach Pratis. That's Pratis. Makes you think of Hashem. It's so interesting. Like I'm, I'm, I could be on a train, I could be on a bus, I could be in a car, I could be sitting in the park, and all of a sudden, a, f- a leaf is just twirling down, and I'm like, "There's no rhyme or reason to this." And then I'm like, "Wait." But now I'm thinking about God and divine providence. That's the rhyme and reason. And it's, wow. it's so beautiful because so many times and so many things in our life, they're unfolding, things are happening, and you can't really find the divinity in it. You can't find the, the godly expression. You can't find the unity with it. And sometimes you just have to take a zoom out and realize like, hey, this is just Hashem showing you I'm here. By the way, did you ever go and bend down the leaf, pick it up to see if there was a worm under it? <laughs> no, but I should next time. Yeah, maybe there was, and you just didn't see it. Oh, right, that's funny. So, so on one hand, we say Hashem's in every detail, and then the other hand, we say Hashem is way exalted over the whole thing, and they say this way above say this Tashlus. So, that's he says that this whole discussion that is the discussion behind the scenes. What's going on here? Is Hashem into every detail, or Hashem is way exalted. So I think that's his that's his introduction. So, then he got right. to the Rambam. And I mean, based on just like my my own intuition, I think that first off, it's it's uh it's there's both dynamics. It's a duality. So, and I I think it really go. It's interesting because I think it goes back to our perspective versus godliness, right? Like the Alter Rebbe is saying here that according to our perspective of Ishtalshalus, yeah, Hashem is this is the pinnacle of Hashem. But then, if it's not about us, the way Hashem is on His own, He's everything. And a lot of times, we get caught up in 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 the in in the natural occurrences of life, and then we say like, "Oh, Hashem's not really here. Does He even really care?" Yeah, He's He's looking over everything. But like, my Kesher to my day to day life, and I I think that that's a very big part of the Avoda is to really realize that that perspective is not a real perspective it's a perspective that we that we curate through our perspective but when you tap out of it and you do whatever you need to do whether you daven properly or you you meditate properly and you get in tune with the oneness you realize that no 
the Hashem is actually part of every single thing. We just sometimes limit ourselves to that perspective. Go for neshama, your body or your soul. So we are all neshama. The problem is that we're enclosed in a ghost. I'm just, so no, I'm no, saying no, what yeah. you're saying, just another, a different perspective, the same idea. It's funny because I was speaking to a friend the other day and he was saying his brother wants to make an app that essentially means that he wants to build an app where basically everybody will always be live like you're always live you're always recording you're li- you're expressing your life and i told him i was like wow is that amazing why because we all do things behind closed doors right no no one's looking admit them all there's a person there and now you start behaving differently and it's like a person is like the lowest lim- most limited form of what Hashem is because we are a piece of Hashem expressing Hashem in this physical world and it's like the idea of going live all the time is like oh you have Hashem watching you all the time and it like it gives you that realistic uh, perception of it and then it's like oh if you're always live and people are always keeping you accountable you might not do the things you you were gonna do if you know you're behind closed doors and it's interesting because like we know that Hashem's everything and watching Yet we tell ourselves, or the Yitzhar tells us, ah, he's over there, forget about him, he's, he's somewhere else. But when a person's around, all of a sudden you're behaving all, you know, uh, kosher. And it's like, so I thought the app was genius, because I was like, oh, you know, if, if we actually had people watching us, and even if it's one person, we would hold ourselves accountable, and it would be Ki'ilu Hashem's mamish watching us all the time. You know, it's interesting, the Vietnam and Zakai, one of the greatest sages to live. Um, before he passed away, the Gemara gives like a rundown of what was happening, different things that he said. And um, one of the things he said, he told his Tamidim, I give you a blessing that um, you should always, I'm just trying to think of the, uh, remembering the exact lesson. You should always feel that there's someone watching, that there's someone that there's a person with you. And he says, you should know that someone before he does an evader, he says, oh, I hope no one's watching me. Which is seemingly to the lowest level. Yeah, like you said, a person is watching. You, you should. You need a person to watch. Hashem is watching. But that's us human beings that yeah. you say, oh, I hope no one's watching. So if you feel that someone's watching, it'll hold you back from doing evaders. It's actually interesting because it says that a, a, a Yid won't do a Vera on his own unless a spirit of folly enters in. Uh, and it's so interesting because if you break down what that Ruach Shtus is, most of the time, it's, ah, he's not really watching. That's the Shtus, that he's not watching. If you actually internalized and believe that he's watching and everything is a Shkacha Pratis, then you'd prevent yourself. Because, like, how many times do good things happen? And you're like, oh, it's a shkacha pratis. God's always in our life. And then, like, something bad happens, and you're like, F this. <laughs> so it's it's an interesting dynamic and perspective where, like, that shtus is the Yitzhahara bringing you nature, bringing you Tevan, saying, hey, by the way, like, this is the world we live in. That guy, he's somewhere else. And it's really not the case. Like, Hashem is here all the time, every second, recreating it every millisecond. And the world is designed that we should think otherwise. But by really getting in tune and and what we're doing right now, we're learning Tanya. We're really trying to understand the core of things. That's how you bring godliness back into your life all the time. Wow.
It's actually funny because yes, you wanted to say something. No. No. Yesterday we were supposed to learn, and I ended up going to hear a share from Terror, and it was on Bay, and the, it was basically the it's one of the shayshes here. It's the pasuk where it says that your your mouth should have terror mitzvahs uh, day and night. Why? Because if you you should remember you some time. So the question is, Makesha, what does Yitzhiya sometime have to do with learning Torah day and night? And obviously it's a whole long mimer, but the the gist of it was Hashem Beteva, Hashem by nature is, is Rachamim. But he had such a love for the Yidin that he had to go against his Teva, Hepacha Teva, to make the Makis on Mitzrayim, like this he could schlep the Yidin out of Mitzrayim. So the Alter Rebbe was basically bringing a parallel. He's saying just like the Hashem goes against his nature in order and, and expresses his love and, and basically does harsh din in order to in order to schlep us out of time. So the same thing when it comes to learning Torah, by nature we see a world, a natural world, and we have no desire to be associated with Alikus. Like the whole the whole vart of nature is that like, oh this is the way it works and like uh, you know the, the the table's a table. Maybe you'd say by nature we do learn Torah because of our nephew kiss, but you can use the words by first instant. Right, I know. So, so the nefesh of the kiss is your how you build second because nature. Because it's your first nefesh is the nefesh of Yeah, yeah. So, na- so naturally, you wanna make, you wanna go into business. You wanna live pleasurably. You want to, you know, seek whatever temptations are in in the world. And the vert is, what do you? Why do you remember Mitzrayim to learn day and night? So you could be hepachateva. You could flip your teva around and realize your love and desire to connect to God, and therefore you'll learn Torah. And then it comes Hergel Nasateva. Your what you get used to comes your nature, your second yeah. nature. Yeah. So I thought that was and a very Perkyavis says a similar thing. So I thought it was a very beautiful Indian because it's like correlated to what we're saying over here that like our our true nature, our true nature is Elikus, but we have to we have to work through the darkness to get to it. Perkyavis it says, um, be mevato. Your your desires for Hashem desires and Hashem will be mevatel his desires for your desires. Yeah, so it's the same Indian. Yeah. By the way, someone's watching. Somebody's watching. You ever watch the? Uh, is it Dancing Beer or Uncle Pinchy? First of all, it's the Dancing Beer. Secondly, I literally just found the VHS in my grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. And third of all, until I was about eight or nine years old, I thought Hashem was a teddy bear. I'm not joking. <laughs> you could <laughs> you could think I'm joking. But when I envisioned God, it was he was a teddy Somebody's bear. Somebody's what? He ate the you, bagel. He yo, ate the peach. That video works so well on me. I mamish thought Hashem was a teddy bear, and like till today, I laugh at myself because I'm like, God is so much more than a bear. But like, <laughs> listen, you I'm a visual. Peach. I'm a you visual. Ate the learner. banana. You ate the bagel. I'm a visual learner, and it really, really like it it, it. it it embedded in my brain that like the thing that's watching is this teddy bear, and like whenever I think about Hashem, it was a teddy. It was so funny. <laughs> Such a Yeah. Seven watch. I need to watch that again. Re-ingrain the teddy bear in my life. Okay, let's learn yeah. a little more. So let's continue. Back into the almost done that go, no? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well we didn't even finish that though. So it says Hey, this is we're also yeah. learning philosophy and perspective and Yeah. And the geschmack, we're not just, you know, we're integrating life experience. That's right. Um, look, 
Oh, so it's way above Chabad until Shemahus Ubchinas Chabad, your intellect, your Chachma Minadah, or Chachma Minadah of Atilus, Nechsheves, he considers it as a physical object. It's a comparable. He's saying, in fact, the level of Chabad is regarded as being equal, inferior as material action in relation to him. Meaning, Hashem is so far removed and so great that even that even the lofty level of Chabad Batsilos Batsilos is the same is thing the as same a, thing as some same Gashmi th- as this coffee here in Elam Hazar Gashmi. Yeah, that you slurped on. Alpha. <laughs> so wow, that. Th- it's when you when you realize that you're saying okay like he's everything and then everything that's not him quote unquote sigism <coughs> yeah everything that's not him is mamish it's like it's like nothing it's like meaning like the the the, the professional NBA player this is obviously a terrible example because we're have the level of dollars but like the 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 professional NBA player to him a second grade basketball player versus an eighth grade basketball player is the same thing. Like it's all nonsense. Like until you get to my level, you're all you're all lowly. That a term from Alitera's playground. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> it's embedded and imbued in my soul. Anyways, so and he finishes off like the verse says us Kulam Asisa. So there it was all created with wisdom. Which the initial shot is the initial shot is that Hashem created the world world with wisdom. I mean, there's a lot of thought process that went in that everything should work perfectly. But Chassidus explains usually the ver- they take this verse the Kulam Chachma Sisa that Chachma is the highest level and Hashem created Chachma and everything else sort of fell into place. But, but I thought the rest of the world was made with Dibur and we were made with Chachma. Hashem spoke, but Chachma is the first level, meaning... Ah, so you're saying lower the, through the chain of Ishtashalus. Chachma is the first level. That's what it means, Kulam B'Chachma. See, so that's what Chassidus usually... Ah, that actually makes sense why we have such a lofty soul embedded in a physical element, because our soul's essence comes from Chachma, but then the rest of the world had to go through a lower level to get to Dibur, and Dibur created it, yeah. even though it originated from Chachma. Yeah, but over here, actually, he's using Kulam B'Chachma Sisa, that Chachma is the same level as Asiyah. Right, so in potentiality, everything is made from Chachma, but then into, into, make, in, into actuality... In the context here, he's talking that he uses the Pasuk Kulam B'Chachma Sisa, that Chachma and Asiyah is the same thing. That's what he's trying to say. Ah, he's... Okay, right, so similar to what we were saying before, he's basically saying that, like, it's... Above the Ishtashal, under the Ishtashal, it's, it's all the same in, 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 in relation to Hashem. Um, he, he has some English here. He writes, uh, You have conceived them all with wisdom, which seem more appropriate. Conceiving, not making, is surely the proper function of God's wisdom. You have made them with all wisdom. Indicates, however, that to God, wisdom, the highest level within the world, is as lowly as Asiya, the lowest level. So he's basically just bringing this puzzle to, to hammer home the idea that hash, anything under Ishtashlis is all inferior in comparison to God as he exists in actual in, in, in his essence. Yeah. So back to the inside of the Tanya. 
The Alter Rebbe now addresses a difficult uh, arise. No, 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 we still, the Dover Zeh, where are you holding? Dover Zeh, it says Av Shiesh. So we didn't do... Went into oh, it. I know what happened. He went, the way he set it up, that he went over here, the, look, I'll show you, in over here by the Kamesh Katsavaram, that's where the Haga. But for the flow of things, he put the Haga after this, the gamer. So there's more to read into. So how do I figure this out in English? I mean, where's the before that guy? Or right before that guy? And that guy is here. So it is... Where's that? Oh, how does it work? The page is confused. This is English. You're going backwards. Um, here, Vidabra's in. Where's how does it go? Like this till here? Okay. And then we'll go... Ah, yeah, okay, so fine. for the flow of things, he put the Haggah uh, two lines later. No problem. Okay. Okay, so the Davar is uh, this thing that we quote from the Rambam of Hu Amadahu Yedea, Ein Bichelis Ha'adam. A human being does not physically contain the. the Yechelis. How do you say Yechelis? Ability or Ability, attitude. yeah, yeah. Lahavine Aburya, to understand these words. You're just saying, oh, he's the knowledge, he's the knower, he's. We're just saying words. Yeah, you, you don't understand nothing there. <laughs> no. As we have elaborated yes. on. <laughs> as the Pasuk says, You will investigate God. You will be able to find. So it's not even something where you can get to the bottom of. Anyways. And we have another Pasuk. Not Ukidik without a dollar over here. Uksiv. My thoughts are your type of thoughts, gamer. No, he says my thoughts are not your thoughts. Yeah, my thoughts, my type of, Hashem says my type of thought is not, okay. not a human being's type of thoughts. Okay, any like English? Um, yeah. Um, he, he writes over here, he says, Since his wisdom is one with God himself, as has been shown, it follows that the, it, it follows that the Jewish soul, which stems from divine wisdom, as stated above, actually derives from God himself. Many Jewish philosophers rejected Maimonides' description of God as the knower, the knowledge, and the known. In fact, they consider it erroneous to ascribe to God a description of any sort, even of the lofty level of intellect of which Maimonides writes, inasmuch as descriptions implies limitations and God is inherently limitless. So basically, the people why the the the, the Chachamim that disagree with this perspective, they're basically saying you can't put any limitation or description on God. God is all everything. And as we explained in the Aga, that no, this is based on our understanding of, of Ishtajah. So the Alter Rebbe therefore points out in this note that the, Kabbal, the Kabbalists agree with Maimonides with the qualification that his concept does not apply to God's essence, meaning above Ishtajah, for his essence is truly infinite, even higher than the inscrutable level of knowledge that Maimonides refers to regarding his essence. Those who disagree with Maimonides are correct in maintaining that God cannot be defined in terms of knowledge, since he transcends his, in, since he transcends it infinitely. Only after God limits the infinite light of his essence through the process of Simpson progressive tra- contractions, and therefore assumes the attribute of Chachma, wisdom, only then can it be said of God that he is the knower, the knowledge, and the known. So basically, we're just bringing context into what we're saying, saying that. Above Ishtalashas, yeah, the, 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 to be, you can't give a, a limited description because God is all everything and infinite. But past, under Ishtalashas, meaning that once you start stating the Ishtalashas and it comes into Chachma and the other spheres, 
you can say that Hashem is the know and the knowledger and the knower. Yet, even though we're saying that, we don't understand what we're saying. We're just saying it. Yeah, sometimes you you say that this is how it works. Why? How? Don't don't ask me any questions. But this is how it works. Um, you know, someone who never saw an airplane in his life, and he's like, "Well, how could such a heavy thing not fall down from the sky? You're not scared to go in. Your life is gonna get killed." He said, "I don't know how. Explain me how it works. I'm not going. I'm not gonna risk my life until you can explain me exactly how the engine works and how it runs and." And what's the whole mechanism? You say, I don't know how it works. I just, I can tell you the facts. It goes up and comes down. Exactly. That's all you need to know. It's safe. You know, how the pistons and the engine fire, that's not even a jet engine. Forget that. The fact is that it works. If you want to understand, you could understand it. And you become a, you know, an avionic engineer. But that's a whole nother... But Hashem is not understandable. Hashem is not understandable. So, let's just to summarize, in a nutshell... What are we trying to say here? That we come direct, us Yidin, our Nishamis, our Nefesh kids, our Nefesh Hashanis, comes directly from the Ebershah's thoughts, and the Ebershah's thoughts are one with him. In Ishtashah, before Ishtashah, whatever, that's a whole other discussion. that we. No, were... but we are making a distinction here that we don't come from God before Ishtashah, we come after Ishtashah, because we're coming from Chachma. If we're coming from Chachma, that means that there's already a Seder Ishtashah. So that, in a certain sense, the other was saying that we're not coming from Hashem's essence; we're coming from Hashem through a contraction. No, he is trying to say that we're chelikel kamimamish. The question I don't, I don't see why saying that we're after shtalshos is a contradiction to saying that we're mamish. So explain it, articulate. Meaning, we. Even though we are a part of God, we're a part of God in this finite, limited world. So we are God, but through through it. Mm, so that's actually interesting. As I'm the, as I'm thinking this, it could be that that's how we understand ourselves through our perception of Ishtalshalus, But maybe we are talking from. Just because Hashem is in Ishtashlis doesn't mean that it's not Hashem. Chas v'shalom. Right. Hashem we... limits himself so we can perceive. What's the whole Ishtashlis? Hashem needs Ishtashlis. Hashem needs this whole world. Hashem created it all for Yidin and Teda. He made the whole Ishtashlis just so we can perceive it. Right, but we're also... But it is Hashem. But at the same time, we're also saying that we come from Chachma, which means that that's Hashem in... Chas v'shalom, not to say that Hashem, that's Hashem in a limited form, but that's Hashem already through the Tzimtzum. We, so we can perceive it. Meaning when we... But think, then our essence would come from before the... We can't perceive it. We can't perceive Hashem. That's what he said. So, so is it that we come from Hashem before Simpson and then Hashem creates Simpson so we can understand Hashem? Or is it that Hashem creates Simpson... That we can understand ourselves, that it can come in. Otherwise, we, we wouldn't be able to understand ourselves. Interesting. And... The Kabbalah uses a word, a terming, which you see it a lot in, in deep. No, so I, I want you. I want to hear what you're about to say. But right now, I'm we're we're kind of going back and forth. I'm still not sure or settled on what it is. But I would like to linger on this. So, Chassidus use and when you have deep Maimonim Chassidus, they use a lot of times this term from Kabbalah called Kishem Shuhu Biblikvul Kachu Biblikvul, meaning right. just like a Shem is in the finite, the infinite, infinite. 
So is he? So too is he finite, limited. So, so too is he finite. Meaning, if you would say Hashem is so great, he's only infinite. And finite, he's not. Then you're limiting Hashem. Right. So Hashem is in the Gvul and in the bleak Gvul at the same time. This whole Gvul that he made was just for our perception. Right, but at the same time, the Alter Rebbe clearly says that we come from Hashem's Chachma. Because higher than that, we would be higher than Ishtasas. We wouldn't be able to perceive it. So, But that begs the question, do we come from God's essence? Or do we come from God's... Through the level of Chachma? Chachma is the highest level of us perceiving God. Anywhere, Obviously, Hashem is way above. I think that's what he's trying to say, philosophy and Kabbalah. But obviously, Hashem is way above. But anything higher than that level... So do we, we wouldn't, wouldn't. <laughs> So my question is, do our neshamas come from the way above, or do our neshamas come from Hashem through a contraction? Because he says we come from Chachma, right? That's not just saying that that's... Hashem's Chachma. And Hashem's Chachma is not your Chachma. Hashem's Chachma is part of Hashem. It, it's the same thing. A hundred percent, but I'm saying that's already through the lens of, of, of Tzimtzum. Yeah. We're going in circles. We are going in circles because this is very circly type stuff. Yeah. Take a deep breath. No, so I, I hear what you're saying, but I, I still don't know. I guess this is a really good question that we need to ask someone, but it's it, in a sense, yeah. it's Hashem is this all everything that we can't comprehend. He creates a contraction so that he can create a world with Tyra, Mitzvah. I.e. Ishtalshlus. So it can be Elam Haza, we can do Now, by saying that the Neshama comes from Chachmadat Silas, which is the highest level, which is the highest level of Seder Ishtalshlus, is that saying in other words that we come from somewhat of a limited part of God or is we come from above Ishtashlus and Hashem creates Chachmadat Silas so we can perceive, so we can perceive him but then why wouldn't the Alter Rebbe say that we come from beyond say the Ishtashlus you see it's chas v'shalom, I'm just going to use terminologies, there's no two Hashems. Hashem no, is I, one. No, I know, I know. Hashem is one. The fact that, um, I'll give you, uh, I'm just trying to, let's say there's there's a wall with two two rooms, and on top of that wall, you put a bulb, and one, and the, the half of that bulb that goes into one room, you cover it with like a red plastic. Now there's red light coming through. Is the bulb a different bulb? The light is a different light. That's why we always use terms in Hasidus of light, er and stuff. Ma'er, er. We're always using these terminologies. It's not, obviously Hashem is not light. It's, it's, it's nothing you can understand, but it's just a, it's a muscle. The whole thing of er and ma'er, it's just a muscle for us to understand. So I'm giving you an example. 
Okay, the so light is any different? No, it's the no, same no, no. Hashem. It's the same Hashem. Hashem is not the fact that he created Ishtasos doesn't even make any difference to him. Right. It's so not you, only no, you're answering the question. We are, we are God's essence, and we come from above Ishtasos. But in order for us to come into creation, there needs to be a Tzimtzum. Yeah. But it's not like Hashem that's in the Tzimtzum is a less. I still feel like I'm just saying words, but it's kind of. I'll tell you something in. different words. It's not like the Hashem that comes into the symptom is a, a less of Hashem. It's a less level of Hashem. Hashem is way above right, both at, of these things. For sure, but at the same time, it still comes in in a finite expression. So I'm gonna end because it. we're finite. So we're perceiving it that way. Why are we finite? Because we're coming from Chachma of Atsilas. Because that's how Hashem made the Gashmi. That's how he set up the system. That's the system that he set up. Right, yeah, so it, so it's our perception, and we are Chelekalekamamish from even before Shtashilas, but in order for before us to... Before Shtashilas, after Shtashilas... No, 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 but I'm saying, in order for us to exist, there has to be an Shtashilas, because we are a finite being with an unlimited spark in us. It's kind of like, uh... Yeah, okay. Your blood is your blood. It makes a difference if it went into the right arm, the left arm. If it's, it's streaming all around your body, it's the same blood. If it went into your arm, your pinky toenail, or your or your or your head, it's all the same blood. Right. It makes a difference to the blood if it went into your, if it's in your mind or in your pinky toenail. But we're talking about the neshama over here. We're not talking about the, the we're not talking about the the finite aspect of gashmius or or our or our body or that. We're talking about the chelik and kamamish. Yeah, it's directly from Hashem. It's part of Hashem. It's the DNA of Hashem. Right, so it's so it's from the source, but the the symptom comes into place, so it can be expressed elsewhere in a limited form. In Gashmis. In Gashmis. You got it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. It's deep stuff. So my brain's breaking, but it's yeah. okay. So the bottom line is that we're coming direct from Hashem. And in order for it, for us to manifest in a physical world, we're coming through the seidavishdalshes of Chachmadat. So okay, okay. So yeah, the bottom line is the nefesh kiss is direct DNA of Hashem, and and then this whole thing is like we wrote, we got into the whole discussion is, is Hashem exalted from the world or Hashem is in every single little detail of the world, right? Which is well, we didn't even we didn't even really get the we didn't get there. <laughs> you have any thoughts on that, like? Yeah, we were saying about the leaf. And so this. I think it goes back to the perception or the perspective. Whereas we see, because we come, because we're, because we're, so to say, manufactured through the level of symptom, so we perceive things as limited. So we don't necessarily see Hashem in every little thing. But if we remove ourselves, we remove our limited self, and we tap into our infinity then we realize that Itaka is that way. So I think it really has to do with the way we see things. From one perspective, it seems like God's all the way over there. And the other perspective, when you get in tune, you realize that Hashem is right here and He's everything. I mean, Hashem is literally recreating this world every second. Does it look like this table or this chair or this door is being recreated every millisecond? No, we can't even perceive a millisecond. 
you can capture it on a fr in frames on a on a computer on a, on a camera but we can't perceive milliseconds we could we can perceive seconds if we're lucky so i think from our limited perspective it seems that god's all that not here but when we remove ourselves our nefesh bahamas our limited finite beings and we become present cuz think about it right time and space is a limitation in this world but we don't come from this world we come from godliness when you become present time ceases to exist you know like when you get really lost in something you love doing you look up at the clock and you're like whoa how did five hours pass by because you're present you're in a level of unlimitedness you're tapped into elikus whereas you remove yourself and now you're not present you're either in the past or the future you're trying, you know, you're thinking how to do this or how to do that or how to avoid this or how to do, avoid that. When you're present, when you're in it, you're unlimited. You can, you can unshackle all these boundaries. All right. The Av, oh, so back to the Av, back to the Yes, yeah, so the Alter Rebbe now addresses a difficult arising, uh, a difficulty arising from his previous statement that every soul emanates from divine wisdom. Since all souls emanate from one source, supernal wisdom, it should follow that all souls are of the same level and rank. How then do the various levels and ranks found in Jewish souls come about? Which is a very good question. If, if you're if, telling me you all come from one source, how is it that there's multi-levels? All these cups of lemonade came from that one, one pitcher. So why did, all, why did each cup taste different? Yeah, why are there different grades or qualities? Yeah. A very good question. Why are you Smully Springer and I'm in the Gerlitz? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. So, the after Yeshravaves Mine Chaluke Madreges Minishames, although there's thousands and thousands of levels of Nishames, Gaveya, Gaveya, above and above, ain't kept without a limitation. Infinite, yeah. Levels of neshamas can make gedolmilus. For example, the great neshamas of the Avis, our forefathers, Umeishirabenu alavashalim and Meishirabenu. In comparison with our neshamas teresenu ela, our generation's neshamas ikvasim mashicha, which we have the footsteps of Mashiach. Which also meaning that the Jewish nation is like a. Kemuskufa is the head. The obvious measure been there in the head. Now our generation, Ikvasamashikha also can be used as or like the 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 heels. The heels. That explains Ikvasamashikha, we can hear already the footsteps of Mashiach, but we're the heels that's the, the that's the example of the midgets on the giants. Not not exactly, but it's a different part. Anyway, so there's tons of different levels of Nishamas. You can kind uh, you, you maybe we can compare Smully Springer to. Please don't. But um, as we're breaking this down, what we were saying before is like if we all come from one place, how is it that that we're that there's different levels and gradations? So as obviously the Alter Reb is explaining, but he was saying over here that we have like the patriarchs and Moshe, who are the head, and us who are at the at the footsteps of Mashiach are considered to the heels. Now, what does that tell you? That tells you 
that the neshama reflects the anthropom anthropom anthropomorphology. I'm not saying the word. You don't even know how to say the word. I, it's a tongue twister for me all the time. Well, what's the what? What does it mean? It means that we're it's it's using the body it to, to compare to the body. So we know that neshama actually is in a ruchnistic sense the makeup of the physical body. As we're saying, Moshe and 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 the the okay. others represent the head, and we represent the heel, mm -hmm. which comes to mean that. All the neshamas stem from all different parts of the ruchniyistic body, which is probably what the Alter Rebbe is going to explain. Yeah, shehem mechinas akvayim. It's the heels, mamish. It's the actual heels. compared to the head and the brain. Just as the life force found in the soles of the feet cannot possibly compare to that found in the head and brain, so too can there be no comparison between the souls of those present generations and those souls. Here called the head and brain of earlier generations. So if neshamas are all direct to Hashem, so what he's saying, I was saying earlier, why is even in today everyone is different? But the Altarev is saying, how can we have such a gap of generations like neshamas and neshamas? Right. So, I mean... Does lemonade taste different today than it tasted 50 years ago? Right. Based on the limited knowledge that I have, or that I know... I'm aware that Hashem, that that Adam Kadma, meaning the the Hashem created man like Himself, right? It says we're going to create an image like ourselves. So, if God is the spiritual lofty part of man, and now He goes and creates man, and He imbues an, a, a a spiritual lofty soul, that comes to tell me that every soul reflects um, a different part of God's body, and the Torah mitzvahs represent that as well you know we have 248 uh limbs and 368 sinews right 68 248 and 365 365 yeah. and 365 sinews so even though they come from the pl even though so it's like you look at a person right the energy like you said earlier the blood it doesn't make a difference if it's at the head or in the foot it's the same blood it's the same life force never then there's different parts of the body so in a certain way, we're coming to say over here that even though they come from the same source, they get manifested and expressed differently because they 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 come from the same source, but from a different part of the source. And it's actually interesting because we know that the head is the highest level, but without the foot, what can it do? And, you know, the, the, the generations before, they were on all these great lofty levels, but practically speaking... We need the lowest, the foot, the lowest level of the body, the foot, to come and actually the Maisu Iker to finish the final, the final aspect of the redemption, and there's also a concept in Kabbalah that an neshama that's born last or later is on a higher level than the neshama be born before. So like I always tease my brother that I'm on a higher level than him because I was born after him, and like it's a joke, but there is also truth to it because. When you when you zoom out and you look at like collective consciousness, and we all we, we all encompass everybody's comprehension, whether it's consciously or subconsciously. Every soul that comes down to do work feeds back into that collective consciousness. So now, if I'm born today, even though someone else was born yesterday, even though they may be perceived as a loftier, higher person, but I I contain all of that that was already so it's like now 
my mission is like the last bit of it and it's like like you were saying before that like we feel the footsteps of Mashiach it's not lit- it's not like as it, it's like my grandfather would say it's not like it is it's not ki'ilu it's mamish and it's like the, the, the privilege and schus that we have to be at the you know the achar nachachaviv it's like yeah the mission is the toughest now but it's like we're actually now it's like when you're going to you know uh, redeem a captive it's like okay now we're in the town we're in the city we're behind the walls so it's like the enemy is just raging with swords and spears but we're at the target and all we have to do is hop it and bring it out and and you know that's the video that we're at now so that was like a whole long tangent going back to what we were saying we're trying to understand how the souls could come from the same source yet express differently um, every generation has the head of the the Jewish people that their neshama is the head in each generation itself. So there's the general, in all generations, that each generation has its own head and feet, and which is he said the the head of the generation. For example, the Rebbe Malach Hamashiach. You're going to compare your neshama to the Rebbe's neshama. We are the Rebbe's foot soldiers. That's right, but the Rebbe's the head. Hundred percent. The Mele, you can compare your Nishama. So if we all come as a. Sorry, I just wanted to throw that in there. 100%. Then... <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> as I was saying, back to the lemonade, um, Marshall. Yeah. There's one pitcher of lemonade, and he pours 10 cups of lemonade. Why is each one tasting different? Yeah. So, which is the head compared to the simple folk? So, too, if there's anything between the lines that he's... No, we're good. Look at all this stuff and whatever. It's just translation. There's some more over here. When Right there. Yeah, okay. If there's anything to read, please. I always insert it. And so do souls with souls. Each one is different. They call nefesh klulami nefesh ruach neshama. Every nefesh, every soul has a nefesh ruach and neshama. He's not even interesting. He's not even mentioning chayichida here. Because we can't really tap into that. Yeah. By the way, remember in Parak Aleph, you asked me if when we said stay nefeshes is the nefesh abamis. If the nefesh abamis also says nefesh. That was one of the questions, no? Yeah, yeah. Did so you I, find out? I asked Rabbi uh, Levi Matasov. He says that That's he... That's brother from Addison? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a big yeah. in Ali Terra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said... He told me that... Uh, it's mentioned in Chassidus that the Nefesh Abam also says Nefesh Ruch Neshama. Chaya, and even Yechida has something similar. Wow, so my intuition was on point. That's yeah. very cool. Yes, yeah, so And that... then I asked him also the second, the next episode we had a question about Gayim. If Gayim are from Shoshlip Sakmez or they have Kher Chavshis when it comes to Sheva Mitzvahs, he said it's a, it's a very um, it's a very big topic. It's not uh, it's not on one foot, and there's different opinions and there's different modern. And, Maybe we'll have to get him on here. Uh, yeah, but um, it seems like they don't have any bechir chafshes at all. Some of them and some do. Some of them are born with a neshama that could ha- have bechir chafshes, 
in seven mitzvahs but they know you're only. Right. Yeah, but it's, 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 it's very... ironic because like even in Yudim it seems like they don't have Bechir Chashi. It's a wink wink. <laughs> By the way, when it comes to Pare, we were learning now in the in Parshas of Shavuah in these weeks that Pare Hashem says, I'm going to harden his heart. So I'm going to give him the Bechira that we're asking his permission to let us go. Hashem could have just said, we're going, right? Hashem wanted it to be, make the whole Nisim and make it but there's a Rashi there that says that even though Hashem took away his Bechira, he still had Bechira. Which is like a whole, yeah, yeah. that can get in a whole topic. That Hashem, you can get to a dark loophole. Hashem hardened his heart, Hashem forced him to say no, but Hashem was asking his permission. It's like, you can go in circles over there. Anyways. I have a cute verb for boy. Yeah. So it says, boy apare. Everything in life is antithetical, is opposite. So my verb is, boy Hashem. The avid of a yid is to come, is to come to Hashem and do the work. Now, what's the vart? When you actually decide to come and you turn on the Yetzir Tev, that's when the Yetzir Hara really starts firing. That's when your heart hardens. And you have to realize that it's a level of Mitzrayim. And you have to overpower that, that, that harden and know that you still have Bechira. No, but everything is the opposite. If you're saying Be'el Pare, the Pasuk says, Come to Pare because I harden his heart. I tighten his heart. So if you're saying the opposite, come to Hashem, and 